Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Nog, a yearly tradition honoring a yearly tradition. This is a podcast about everyone's favorite eggy, creamy, boozy, spicy Yuletide treat. We're going to talk about the past, the present, and the future of eggnog, where it's been, where it's going, and we're going to learn a few things. We're going to answer some listener questions. We're going to look at some listener photos. We're going to read some listener fan fiction. We're going to learn a lot about eggnog, and maybe, just maybe, we're going to have a little fun along the way. So why don't you settle in, grab a cup of that creamy, creamy good stuff, settle in by the fire, and we'll dive right in. Our first question comes to us from friend of the show, Rob Abrazado. Rob asks, Season's greetings. Talking Nog, my Nog question this year is what other uses do you, or anyone, enjoy for eggnog besides as a straight-up beverage? I myself do enjoy it as a coffee additive and as an oatmeal topping. I was once told you can just use pure eggnog as French toast batter, and I tried it once to great effect. I'm curious to hear what ways to enjoy eggnog your listeners may have. Thanks, and happy nogging! Well, Rob, it's a great question. You see, 2018 was a big year for eggnog. A lot of great, a lot of amazing things happened in the nog space in 2K18. It was a big year for innovation. It was a big year for complicated concepts delivered to perfections. We were sponsored by Funyuns, which, I, which is an odd partnership as Funyuns does not make an eggnog. But I feel like it's worth noting. This episode was brought to you by Funyuns, probably. I'm not really sure. I saw that Funyun Facts on Twitter retweeted the episode. Not really sure where that came from, but hey, Funyuns, y'all are certified nogheads. But let's get into the meat of the issue. Let's get into the nog of the issue of nog innovation in 2018. We saw a lot of we saw a lot of interesting approaches to the to the world of home nogging, craft nogging in the year, and I'd like to really get it really dive right into that space. You see, first and foremost, uh, we have a tweet from friend of the show, Taylor Labresh at Leviathan Files, who tweeted at us to ask us to do a segment on our first innovative approach to Nog, and that's dipping Nog. You see, author John Salzy tweeted that eggnog can be a dipping sauce if you want it to be. And frankly, I can certainly see why. It's thick, it's creamy, it is got a spiced flavor. I, I, I can't imagine why you wouldn't want to perhaps dip a, a donut or a pastry or a bonnet into a little bit of nog, get that nice creamy texture, sort of give it like a, a rich topping. Frankly, nog is dipping, gets the talking nog seal of approval. Speaking of toppings, I also, in, our, in, in the year 2018, I managed to visit Federal Donuts in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and tried their eggnog donut. And my word, nog heads, it was divine. I'm not sure if they topped it with an eggnog cream or if they merely used eggnog in the batter, but... The first thing that I noticed when I had this donut was how utterly soft and succulent it was. My goodness, it, it felt like it could melt in my hand was how soft this donut was. It was outstanding. And the flavor, it had that perfect level of spice and cream. <sighs> Federal Donuts, kudos. Kudos to you for creating an utterly amazing eggnog-flavored donut. All in on that. We also have another tweet from friend of the show, Leviathan Files, Taylor LeBresh on Twitter. Uh, every year, every year regretful or, or blah, 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 blah. 
Every year, regretful Orb and her dad celebrate the season with, with Nog White Russians. And Taylor finally participated, said it's pre-mix, said he sent us a photo that was pre-mixing, and frankly, it looks gorgeous. This brings up an opportunity for us to look at our first listener photo. Now, previously, as this is a podcast, our listeners had to settle for merely hearing descriptions of the photos that we showed on air. However, this year, we are streaming live at twitch.tv slash gmjeffstormer, and because we are streaming video, I can actually show you the photos easier than ever. So allow me a moment to pull up this photo so that you can enjoy it yourselves. That's not it. That's not it. Okay, where is it? Come on now. Come on, you photos. Did I not print out a photo of the... <laughs> there it is. Everyone, I found it. This is an eggnog white Russian. As you can see, as Taylor mentioned, it is pre-mixing. You can see because you can still very clearly see the, uh, the, the coffee liqueur, the Kahlua, presumably, but it could be any coffee-flavored liqueur. Mixing with the nog, but not quite achieving that perfect tan color that you really expect from a white Russian. But honestly, looking at this photo, it is, the ice just looks soft. It looks like it's about, just about to give it that perfect little bit of water. <sighs> looks like it's cool. It's got a little bit of condensation on the glass. It's got a little condensation on the glass. It is, it looks appetizing. It looks like it just, looks like it's a photo that's just going to get you through the evening, doesn't it? Looks like it's a photo that just feels like, the perfect after-dinner nog dessert. Frankly, I don't have any coffee liqueur in the house, but I'm gonna pick some up. I'm gonna give eggnog white Russians a try. Friend of the show, Taylor LaBresh, thank you. It's a great submission. Taylor also brings our attention to a tweet from friend of the show, Kyle R. Kruger, who tweets, now just hold on. Posits a bold suggestion. Nog, mixed with rum chata. That feels like, that feels like heaven on earth with me. That feels divine. The cool, spicy flavor. I feel like you wouldn't even have to spice that eggnog. I feel like you could just age it, put in that rum chata, and you would be, have a delicious holiday dessert. My goodness, I am all about nog and rum chata. Like I said, we are seeing some amazing innovation. We are seeing people question the alcohol that you put in. We are seeing people put the things you put nog in. We are seeing people question the ways that you use nog as an ingredient. My friends, 2018 was the year that nog made it. We are here, we are alive, nog is bigger than ever, and I for one am overjoyed. Which brings us to our next issue on the menu, which is McGillan's Tavern's Eggnog Martini. My goodness, this was a classical martini, so vodka or gin or something, I don't know what goes in a martini. I'm not a mixologist, but I know it had eggnog in it, and I know it had cinnamon and spice in it. Whew, I gotta tell you, a little thinner than you would expect an eggnog dish to be, but I gotta promise you, well worth it. Well worth the trip to the oldest operating alehouse in America. I was delighted when I tried the eggnog martini. Simply delighted. Simply a delicious beverage that perfect capstone on a, on a soothing holiday luncheon. Could not recommend it enough. Give that a shot. Our chat, Cheerio Buffet, mentions there's a liqueur called Rompope and it tastes like eggnog. I'm gonna give Rompope a shot then, cause that, cause if it tastes like eggnog, you know I'm gonna love it. I also tried, now, 
Unfortunately, I do have to speak to something. You see, I don't like to be negative on Talking Nog. I don't like to be less than enthusiastic on Talking Nog. But I tried a Nog product in the year 2018 that I did not enjoy. And I must, I feel it is my responsibility as a journalist to speak to you and to convey to you this information so that you may make an informed purchase in the year 2018. I had a vegan holiday nog from Aldi that was thin, watery, lacking in flavor, lacking in texture. <sighs> Pure disappointment, honestly. Did not feel the joy in the, in the holiday nog. Not to say that I've written off vegan holiday nog. I still want to try last year's recipe featuring liquefied pulverized dates. I still think that would make a delicious thick and creamy eggnog with a little bit of sweet flavor. But the boxed stuff from the stores? Simply not worth your time, friends. If you're, if you're looking for a chance to enjoy eggnog but without the meat and cream, I think that you're better off going your own way. I think you're better off craft nogging than you are going to a store. Personally, I think that way about all eggnog. Now granted, I recognize the hypocrisy as I am drinking Wawa brand eggnog tonight. And it is a classic beginner's eggnog. It could use a little spice, but as you can see, it clings to the glass in just that way that you want the eggnog to cling. Gives it that, that classic creamy, buttery taste. It's a classic eggnog. I'm not going to complain about it, but I know that I got a bottle of eggnog aging in there that friend of the show and actual real-life wife Jen Frank has prepared. Then we're going to crack out on Christmas Day and mm-mm-mm, I cannot wait. We crack, We made a bottle over Thanksgiving, and by we, I mean Jen, because she did it and I just watched and talked about recording a podcast about eggnog. Ah, delicious. And we aged it for about, uh, about three weeks. We cracked it about two weeks ago. And, my goodness, it, it sat with cinnamon and bourbon and just spices for weeks and it just was lovely it you could not taste the cream it was light and airy and festive but not thick it was as if, it was as if my perception of what nog could be had changed my friends i simply i was blown away i was blown away truly truly i know that i've said it on the podcast before but I truly believe that homemade eggnog is the perfect way to enjoy everyone's favorite holiday treat. Now we have a question from friend of the show, DeMoonRules, in the chat that is, Kathina is one years old, Athena being DeMoonRules' child, can she have eggnog? Probably. I'm not going to say, you know what? I'm going to say no. I really don't think, I'm not sure when a child can imbibe heavy cream. I certainly wouldn't advise giving a child alcohol. That is simply absurd. But I'm honestly not sure about the age in which a child can absorb cream. Look that up. Maybe consult a doctor. I am not a doctor. I am not a lawyer. I am simply a man who enjoys eggnog. Sarah the Beef in the chat says that she wants eggnog. We'll go get some. It's the only way to really enjoy everyone's favorite holiday treat. And, and, and the Meltdown says he's never had eggnog pass his lips. That's tragic. That's a real tragedy. But... You know what it also is? It's an opportunity. You see, it is an opportunity for you to go out and experience. It's something I can never do, and I truly envy you, friend of the show and the Meltdowns. I, I envy your ability to enjoy Nog for the first time. 
to taste its, its sweet flavors and its creamy texture with lips that have been unsullied by expectation. To, to enjoy not that first sip of Nog, never having known its flavor. That's simply magic. That is the closest thing in this world to real magic. Friend of the show, Ara Rabazzano, points out in chaps, the babies literally live on milk. Yes, but that is human milk. That is not the kind of milk that's going in Nog. It could be, but also that kind of sounds real gross. <laughs> so we're just going to kind of not acknowledge that. We also have our next listener photo from friend of the show, Rach Shelke. Here, we have a row of delicious bottles of eggnog, or cartons of eggnog, I guess is the technical term, from a brand called... I can't read it, but I'm pretty sure it says Russell Crowe. I'm not entirely certain that the actor from Gladiator has a brand of eggnog, but if he doesn't, that's a good marketing opportunity, Russell Crowe. I know you're watching this. I see you in the chat. We have here 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45. We have here 46 bottles of what I assume to be Russell Crowe eggnog. My goodness. This is, of course, this was, of course, tweeted at us with the first nog sighting from Rach's homeland of Canada. So, you know, nog craze is going wild around the world. Rach, thanks so much. As always, you're a certified nog head, my friend. I'm going to have to clean those up later. Probably shouldn't be doing that. Oh, well. Let's see what we've got next on our Nog agenda. Oh, wonderful. This is a very special email that was sent to us from special friend of the show, Observer. Observer, we're here with your Nog, with your greetings from the Nog front. Give me a second to put it into Notepad. Observer writes... Greetings from the Nog Front. I am the Observer, chosen among our kind to chronicle the ongoing war, as countless others have done before me, and countless more will do after. As my forebears have done in the past, it is my duty and greatest honor to seek your guidance once again. The Nog War has continued for generations, waged at your direction through the endless corridors of Agency Headquarters. After much struggle and bloodshed, we have seized the means of agent production. It will not be long until those mulled marauders have been brought to justice, and our home is safe once again. But as we ceaselessly fight to weed out those spiced wine abominations, and dethrone the imposters claiming to be the High Council, an ongoing bait on the true nature of Eggnog has begun to spread, threatening a schism that would give our enemies exactly the opportunity that they need. As the Archives firmly held within Muller territory, we must resolve this debate ourselves, and thus must beseech thee to impart your wisdom. The question that threatens all that we have worked for is this. Which came first, the egg or the nog? I am certain the answer to this debate will instill us the discipline our ranks need to find and cut out the heart of the enemy force, rumored to be housed within Agency Central Command if such a place can possibly exist. We eagerly await your counsel. Our cause is just, and with your advice we cannot possibly fail. Sincerely, your loyal observer. I am of the opinion that the Nog came first. You see, because Nog is not limited to egg, it's not limited to cream, it's not limited to spice, to alcohol. You see, what truly makes Nog is love. It's love for your fellow holiday dwellers. It's love for the art. It's love for food and drink. It's love for the holiday season. 
So truly, as long as there was love for the holidays in the hearts of the people, there would be, and there will be, nog on our tables. Eggs can come and go, booze, liquor can come and go, but the true spirit of nog is a true love of the holiday season. So, Observer, to answer your question, it is my opinion that the nog came first. I disagree with chat member Sarah the Beef who says the egg came first. I think there were two options and you picked wrong. Because I think that really, nog is not just a drink. It is a way of life. Great question, Observer. Sarah the Beef Asshole asks, what is the best alcohol to use with nog? There is a lot of hot debate on this subject. I have seen some people say that a spiced rum is the best option. I believe I have said that on previous podcasts. There are a lot of people that believe firm in a blended whiskey. Personally, I, I have come to really enjoy a bourbon. I think that it's bitter, sort of clean flavor cuts the cuts the nog really quite beautifully. So I, I, I personally would say perhaps a bourbon, but honestly, I think whiskey, rum, bourbon, rum chata, apparent could be delicious. I think that there are very few alcohols. Maybe vodka would not be good, I cannot imagine. But I cannot imagine many, if any, alcohols wouldn't make a good knock. So frankly, I think as long as you are giving it time to age, as long as you are letting it stew, letting it stir, letting it marinate, frankly, I don't think you can go wrong. I think it is simply your taste and your preference. Reddick8 in chat says, Fireball, frankly, Fireball, I think, would be a delicious rum. I think that would be a delicious additive in eggnog. Because it's got that strong cinnamon flavor, I could see it being wonderful. Rob Abrazado in chat asks what we think about flavors, about fruit flavors with eggnog. We've got a great question from that on Twitter. Friend of the show, Senda, asked if chocolate eggnog was a thing. Friend of the show, Blake Ryan, specified that a spoonful of chocolate milkshake topping could make a delicious eggnog additive. Personally, I could see, a, I've had some very good flavored eggnog. I had a delicious pumpkin spiced eggnog in the autumn that was simply outstanding. It was, it, 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 it punched you with that pumpkin spice flavor that really just says autumn and is simply divine. So frankly, I think there are a lot of fruit flavors that I think you could, I think you could make with eggnog and, and have it be delicious. I could see a strawberry eggnog just tasting like a strawberry milkshake. Raspberry eggnog would probably be really tart and refreshing. I think there are a lot of good flavors. Rob, I know I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. That's a certified nog head suggestion from a certified nog head. Another question from friend of the show, Leviathan Files on Twitter, asks what the government is hiding from us as, as he points to a, a tweet from Soy Person that says that eggnog implies the existence of other, more secret types of nog. I wouldn't say that's a secret. I wouldn't say the government's holding that. Observer? I don't think you have anything to worry about. You see, I've, we've talked before about the wide world of nog options that I think are out there, out there making wonderful drinks. We've talked before about banana nog, about mallow nog. We've talked, you know, we've we've posited strawberry and chocolate nog out here on the podcast. I I, I think that you can make a world of flavors. I, I I don't think there's any limit to the types of nog that you can be making. In fact. After we said it on Talking Nog 2016, in 2017, friend of the show Dave Plantbird on Twitter tweeted us a picture of Peeps marshmallow flavored eggnog. Mallow Nog is out there in the world, and big corporations like Peeps are taking notice. So I don't think that's secret. I don't think the government is hiding anything from us. I think the only limit to what you're nogging is your imagination. Great question, Leviathan Files. 
We have another question from the chat. We have a question from Demoon Rules, who asks that I have a little fire roaring, but what type of wood should I burn while drinking to best complement the nog? I must admit, I am not a lumberjack, nor am I a, a lumber salesman. But I think that anything that has, that gives it a savory scent, would give it would be a perfect complement to nog because you've got the sweetness. You've got the creaminess, you've got the spiciness from the nog. I would imagine you want a burn that gives it a nice musky scent. Something to tampen that sweetness, maybe damp it down a little bit when it hits your nose. My cat is playing with wrapping paper behind me, which I believe is the perfect holiday compliment. I think that any wood talk to your local talk to your local lumberjack. Consult with your local lumberjack. Find a wood that has a savory scent, that has a rich, musky aroma, something old and, and has that, that, that aged quality. I think that's going to be a great compliment to your nog. Do moon rolls? Excellent question. Friend of the show, Mimosa Vendetta Sweets, there is a product from the Midwest called Mimi's Milk Nog. It is literally the best, most delicious version of eggnog ever. However, living in California, they can't get a hold of it, and now they are sad. They found an okay one from Clover Sonoma recently, about 85% is good. I'm not sure what goes in Milk Nog, and I have done exactly no research onto the matter. But, I've taken the words from the Nog Nation. If it's good, I'm going to give it a try. Great question. Friend of the show, Oint Nilly, sends us a photo and says, Look what my wife just pointed out at the grocery store. We've got a photo to share. Where are you? Where are your photos? I should have arranged these into order, but I didn't. We have here Kroger, Season's Best Deluxe Ice Cream Limited Edition Eggnog Ice Cream. Best sell-by date is August 6, 2019. That makes that a year-round treat. You could ring in the summer with some delicious eggnog. We have here, it is from Kroger, classic Midwestern grocery store chain. Eggnog ice cream, I've had it, love it. Eggnog milkshake captures that eggnog flavor in a cool, refreshing summer format. Eggnog ice cream, can't recommend it enough. I've got a carton in my freezer right now from the Aldi. Perfect. Has a bit of a boozy scent to it when you open it, hits you right in the nose. Feels like you're drinking a nice spiked eggnog. Ah, that's delicious. Wawa, you make a damn good eggnog. Eggnog ice cream, simply outstanding. Cannot recommend it enough. I have here listed that I'm going to do an ice cream take test, but I don't feel like waddling around my computer to try and get to my ice cream. Instead, you'll just have to take my word for it. Eggnog ice cream can't be beat. My heater's not on, is it? I should probably... I'll be right back. I should check if my heater's on. Maybe I'll get my ice cream. Probably won't, though. The heater wasn't on, everybody. It's all good. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Okay, I'm coming over. I'm coming back. The heater was not on. The heater wasn't on, everybody. It's good news. Good news had all around. Our next question comes to us from Richard Kreutz Landry. Richard asks, To wit... If Nog Nogs, Nog of course, being everyone's favorite Ferengi from Deep Space Nine, if Nog Nogs, and of course Nog Nogs, 
What nog would nog nog? Seriously, how would we recreate the transcendent joy of some legitimate Deep Space Nine quirk-style nog? Like eggnog. Or like nog. Recipe, please. Richard, I'm gonna do you one better. I'm not just gonna give you a recipe. You see, friend of the show Taylor Labresh sent us a certified piece of nog nog-themed fanfiction that I'm now gonna read to you on air. Get ready, because we're here for egg. Nog. A Deep Space Nine fanfiction by Taylor Labresh. As Chief O'Brien stood on a crate and finished his toast to the engineering crew of Deep Space Nine, Nog cheered along with the rest of his crew. Another year come to a close, or so the Chief had said. In reality, rotating Bajor and light years from Earth. Who knew when New Year's actually was? Nog only kept track of human holidays to the, get the best deals on gifts for his friends. But as the celebration bustled through the upper pylon, Nog couldn't help but be filled with joy. Feringar, Feringar never, nearly never saw, what did Jake call it, snaw, snaw, cold, frozen rain. Didn't sound enjoyable, but Nog had to learn to trust Jake's recommendation. His glass of root beer finished, Nog brought the cup back to the makeshift bar his uncle had set up in the work camp. Chief O'Brien, Chief O'Brien had the crew modifying some of the polar reflector outswitches on the upper pylons, and while the spirit of the holiday was important for group morale, the work had to be completed soon. No time to rush down to Quartz for some synth ale, so why not rush Quarks up to us? One root beer, please, Nog asked the bartender, strangely human instead of Quark's normal Ferengi staff. Ordering another round of the quintessential Star Trek drink. But to his disappointment, the bartender only shook his head. The bartender had a mystical quality cheer to him. Glasses, bow tie, suspenders, holiday vest on. This bartender was dressed for the season and his name tag, written Jeff, sparkled with peppermint cheer. We're out of root beer, the bartender said. Where is it? Oh, I lost my place. We're out of beer. We're out of root beer. But if you're looking for another insidiously coying and happy drink, most Ferengi detested root beer. I've got something shipped right from the Federation HQ itself. The bartender slid a glass of thick liquid to Nog, and levels waved from the movement the drink clung to the glasses, not unlike a Cardassian drink, Canar, just less green. As Nog took a sip of the thick drink, his eyes widened. Notes of sweet cream, human spices, and just a touch of synth ale. Why, this is fantastic. What is it, he asked. Ah, eggnog, the bartender answered. Tell your Starfleet friends we've got four cases of it at Quark's and no one's buying. They were just marked holiday beverage, but no one thought to follow the rule of acquisition number 272. Nog the bartender followed the bar Nog followed the bartender in reciting. Always inspect the merchandise before making a deal. Nog thanked the bartender and took his drink back down to the crowd of engineers. Finished with his speech, O'Brien hopped down from his crate and clapped Nog on the shoulder. What you got there, Nog? The human asked. I think he said it was an egg. Have you ever had one before? An egg? Oh, you mean eggnog. Yes, I've had I've had them loads of times on Earth, but it's fine to find good nog out here on the station. What are you talking about, Chief? I am always good. I'm the best junior cadet on your team, and yes, that's what I said. An egg. O'Brien laughed and shook his head. That you are, and it's called an eggnog. Nog. The nog is part of the drink's name. Nog swirled the drink again in its cup and said, Huh, well this egg, nog, is tasty enough to bear my name. Chief, I love it. Specks of nutmeg clung to the glass, and Nog shared with a laugh his supervisor. As O'Brien left to mingle with the other engineers, Nog took a sip of the eggnog and looked out at the stars. Beautiful. Just gonna let, let it linger for a moment. Perfect. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful story. Wonderful fiction.
wonderful gift given to us by friend of the show and certified noghead, Taylor LeBresh. Taylor, I am honored. I am honored, as always, by your friendship. We have some questions in the chat that I'd love to get to. Dr. Captain Cobalt, friend of the show, Brandon Leon Gambetta, asks, Hey, Jeff, how does Superman take his eggnog? Great question, Brandon. I think Superman, I imagine, likes a good strong. I don't imagine he can get drunk. But I imagine that he likes a good flavor of Americana. It is a canon fact that Superman prefers food that are rich in flavor because his metabolism burns things so quickly that he has no fear of getting of getting of gaining weight. So really, he he specifically seeks out rich flavors, thick, creamy, heavy foods. So I think he would like a particularly thick eggnog aged with perhaps a strong bourbon, a blended whiskey. I think he would want something substantial. Excuse me, Nog's disagreeing with me. I think the important thing, though, is Superman, I think he would love. I think he would love some good eggnog. We have here a question from Aaron J. From I'm Aaron J. Says, for, says he does not like the taste of eggs, but needs to get in on that sweet, sweet zeitgeist. Well, consider, consider perhaps marshmallows or bananas. Consider really any drink, I think, can be made into a nog. I think for a vegan option, we've talked about pulverized, liquefied dates before. I think that... I think that would probably be a good substitute for eggs because the thing that you want is something to thicken that cream and give it that that nice hearty texture with a little bit of added sweetness that usually comes from the egg from the egg yolk. I think that I think that would be very good. I could see a I could probably see you using like a banana like a blended banana. That might be delicious, but I haven't tried it yet, but it might be. This is in the spirit of innovating nog. That is the theme of Talking Nog 2018. We have, we have a question from uh, we have a question from the Moon Rules, which is what's your favorite Nog drinking games? I am not a fan of drinking games with Nog. Personally, I am not I, I don't think that Nog drinking games are my thing. I would prefer to merely sit back by the fire and enjoy a fresh cup of eggnog. Merely loving with friends, share, cuddling up by a fire, letting the holiday season come in. <sighs> Whitland Timbers says that this guy really knows his Nog. Damn right, Whitland Timbers. Ah, wonderful. Dog Powered Vehicle asks, what are my thoughts on soy nog? I've tried it. I did not think it worked. Did not think that it would, did not think it gave it the sort of thickness, texture, and flavor that I was looking for. I could see, I think that you would need a thickening element. I could see it maybe working, but you would need that thickening element. It came out too thin when I tried it in the past. The Moon Rules asks, where I see nog in 10 years. Honestly, after 2018, I think the sky's the limit. I could see it being anywhere and everywhere. It's an exciting time for Nog, my friends. Blake Ryan, friend of the show, asks, Is Nog more of a Democrat or Republican tradition? Here's a controversial opinion on this. Nog is a humble drink. Made with humble ingredients. Made with... It is a drink shared that anybody can make. You just need some eggs, some cream, some maybe some liquor, if you prefer. But it's not, it's not necessary. You can enjoy a non-alcoholic Nog. I'm enjoying one right now. I can enjoy one right now. It's a drink that I think anybody can make. I think it's a drink that you can make in so many different ways, so many different things. I don't think it's I don't think it's tied to a party. I think it is tied to the workers. I think Nog is a drink for the worker. Rise up. Rise up with Nog in hand and break the shackles of, of the systems that hold us down. That's how I feel about Nog. It is the great equalizer. Sarah the Beef, great point. It is the great equalizer. No one, no one, no one, no king, peasant, or anything in between 
Nothing can hold back Nog. Blake Ryan asked this big Jeremy and join Nog. We actually did talk about that on an episode of uh, of All My Fantasy Children. I'm going to direct you to our anniversary Q&A episode, our most recent one. Uh, I Am J asked, does Gritty drink Nog? Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. He is a worker. He is a proud He's a proud fighter fighter for, for worker rights. I think he would love a holiday Nog. I don't think he's ever had one because it is canonical that the only things he has ever eaten are fallen snow and hot dogs. But I think that he would find Nog to be a pretty delightful thing. Plus, he just seems drunk all the time, so I'm pretty sure he has to Nog. I'm pretty, I'm pretty feeling pretty strongly that he's probably got a Nog. Observer. Brandon, I can also confirm pumpkin spice eggnog. Delightful. So let's, we've got some more listener photos to look at. Friend of the show, Dave, Plant Bird on Twitter, gives us a photo, tweets at us that they had their first nog experience. It was a hot eggnog punch with cream at the Manchester markets. Very strong and very delicious. Let's go ahead and look at this listener photo. Here we have, here we have friend of the show, Dave. Lovely photo. Wonderful, wonderful photo of a wonderful friend and a certified nog head. Here you can see them holding the nog in hand. You feel the cool of the winter as their jacket is bundled up tight. Clutching that nog, letting its warmth, though the, of both the temperature and the alcohol just warm their warm their spirits, I guess is how I would describe it. I wish I could find a better way to describe that warming effect. I think it's wonderful. I think it would be a wonderful... I think it would be a wonder. I think it's. I, I would love to try this eggnog punch with cream from the Manchester market. Dave, thank you for the photo. I really appreciate it. I'm sorry that I just crumpled it up and threw it. Friend of the show, Sarah the Beef, asks, "How do you become a certified noghead?" Let me tell you something. You're here. You're asking questions, Sarah. You're a certified noghead, my friend. I think it really just comes down to having a love for eggnog in your heart. What do we got? We got some other questions in the chat. Friend of the show, Plus Two Comedy TV's Noah Hulan asked, Do you love nog enough that you would drink a glass that he left in the sun for a few days? Well, no. I love eggnog. I don't love being unsafe. Fool. Foolhardy question. Everyone, mock Noah Hulan in the chat. Mock him. I demand it. Please don't actually mock someone in the Twitch chat. I would feel very bad. Friend of the show, Demuler asks, if you got to walk off Homer in Game 7 of the World Series, would you want a cooler of Nog dumped on you? No. That sounds miserable. That sounds unbelievably bad. That sounds unbelievably bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think that, uh, I think Lore2D2, friend of the show, Laura Prince, uh, uh, I think Nogmaster's probably like a small, I think you just have to try a lot of Nog, think a lot about Nog, try it, drink it, enjoy it. Oh, excellent question. Let me see, make sure I didn't miss, didn't miss any good questions. Excellent question from Whitland Timbers. Longtime listener, first time caller. I am visiting in-laws for whom eggnog is not part of the culture. How do I introduce the tradition without coming on too strong? I don't want to force it. Great question. I find if, the, if you're having a party, I find that's an ideal scenario to just bring them a little nog. Put it down. Don't insist upon it. Don't say, I brought this and I'd like you to try it. Don't, don't push it. Don't force it. Just enjoy it. Let it be there. Let people try it. If someone asks, explain what it is very simply. Pour small glasses. Enjoy and, and, and share it with friends. Uh, Sarah the Beef also suggests throwing out all their other drinks in the house and replacing them with Nog. A solid strategy, if a bit underhanded. Honestly, if Nog is all you've got, you're going to drink that Nog. Great suggestion, Sarah. Great suggestion. Noah Houlihan asks if I can create an RPG with a Nog drinking mechanic. I'm not your clown, Noah. I'm not your clown. 
but I, I, but I will. I will do it. Robert Abzado asks if there's a particular nog that makes a good beginner nog. Like, is Wawa Nog a good starter nog? I think so. I think Wawa Nog is a great starter nog. I think the nog that is probably in your grocery store in a carton, I don't tend to go for sort of the larger half-gallon or gallon things. I know it's probably the same nog, but something about that much of it just seems like it's too much. I wouldn't go with it. I think if you get a small container of nog, I think that would give you a great idea of what it's going to taste like. I would perhaps add a little bit of cinnamon or nutmeg to it if you're not allergic to nutmeg. I would add a little bit of spice to it, maybe spike it with alcohol if you drink, but I don't think that's necessary for nog. And just enjoy that creamy boozy flavor or that creamy spicy eggy flavor. I think that I think that a store-bought eggnog is a great way to start. Lord 2D2 asks bourbon or rum. Whatever alcohol works for you works for uh, works for me. Frankly, I have not had a nog with alcohol that I have not enjoyed. I think no rum with rum comes out a little sweeter, bourbon comes out a little more savory. I think it just depends on like what you're looking for. If you're looking for it more as a drink, I might go bourbon. Dessert, I might go rum. But frankly, I don't think there's a bad way to enjoy nog. This also extends to the question of whether or not you should chill your nog or heat it. I've had it both ways. I like it both ways. I might prefer it chilled a little bit, just between you and me, podcast audience. But I think that, frankly, if you're enjoying it, that's all that matters to me. NW Fairy asks, rate my nog, vanilla spice nog with praline rum. My goodness, that sounds delicious. Good. The praline rum probably gives it a little bit of nuttiness. <sighs> Excellent choice. Excellent choice. VJ? Certified nog head. We've got some more listener photos. I'm going to look at them right. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, beans. Oh, God. Oh, I spilled nog. Oh, God. I'm oh, jeez. It's everywhere. Oh, jeez. Hold on. I got to take care of this. It's... Oh, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's so, oh, it's, oh, God. I spilled nog on the listener photos. I'm so, oh, God. Oh, it's, oh, it's so, oh, it's so wet. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think it's fine. I think I got it. I think it's good. Uh, friend of the show, Blake Ryan, I'm so sorry that your photos are not covered in nog. But we're gonna look at them now anyway. Um, here we have some photos of friend of the show, Blake Ryan. They're real wet and sticky but i think you can still see the joy and the enthusiasm in his eyes as he's ready to settle in with some nog he's wearing a superman shirt in one and a gauntlet hangout shirt from the other at gauntlet rpg on twitter uh, frankly even if the photos are ruined the holiday spirit cannot be contained blake ryan appreciate your continued enthusiasm for nog and i'm sorry that i covered your papers in nog We've got a question from Brandon Leon Combetta, which is, if you spill nog on paper, is it better to suck on the paper or squeeze the paper over your mouth? Frankly, those papers were covered in ink, and that sounds horrifically dangerous. So I'm going to say neither. I'm going to say just pour yourself a new glass, my friend. That's the great thing about nog. There's always a little more around the corner. we got a few more things that i got to get through before we wrap up. Let's see where we're at. Speaking of friend of the show, Brandon Leon Gambetta, Brandon sends us a photo and says, having his first eggnog of the season, thinking of talking nog. Look at this. Look at this lovely Christmas photo. Listeners at home, this is a mug against a Christmas tree that, honestly, wish I was in front of that. I know, I'm, I, know I am in front of a tree, and I love it, but this tree just says home. That's what this is. It is a traditional coffee mug, which will come up in our next question. 
uh, you can see that you can see just just the tiniest bit of nog in that glass. It looks like it's perhaps a little bit late in the drink. Lovely photo. The lights are twinkling and glowing and giving the photo that perfect slight washed out effect. My goodness, what a lovely, what a lovely photo. What a lovely bit of holiday spirit. Brandon, certified noghead, my friend. We've got a question from friend of the show, Aura Bell. Aura asks, if you ever discuss proper nog ideas, sends us this great photo with a few suggestions. We've got mogs, nog served in a classic Moscow mule glass. We've got nog served on, in a classic sort of a highball glass situation. I'm not sure what the exact term is for that low, that smaller glass. I think it might just be a glass. And listeners at home, we're looking at a lovely bottle of what appears to be McAfee's Benchmark Old Number 8 brand eggnog. Uh, I can definitely see an ABV, but I don't have enough detail on it to tell you the exact ABV. But this is a pre-spiced nog. A great way to go if you don't want to necessarily make nog and then add liquor to it. Uh, I couldn't tell you how strong or not strong it is. I would have to, I would have to have some more information on that. But here's my opinion on some nog presentation ideas. I don't think you can go wrong, but for me, I'm going to want a glass. I'm going to want a glass that you can see the nog on. For me, a clear glass, whether that is a wine glass, a martini glass, something that I can confirm that thickness that I'm looking for in nog, that's what I'm looking for in a glass. Because really, really part of the nog, nog is a treat for all of the senses. And the first part of that is watching that flow, watching that, that nog just trickle into that glass. Then you've got, then you take it to your nose, you enjoy that creamy scent. And it smells like the holidays. And then finally, you take that sip. You feel it. You feel it on the tongue. You get that mouth feel. And then you hit, get hit with that sweet, sweet flavor. And maybe a little booze, if that's what you're into. I think it, all five of the senses. Perhaps four of the five. Because this doesn't seem to be doing a whole lot. So, I would... I would say a clear glass, whether that is a highball glass, a wine glass, perhaps a beer stein would be fun if you're serious about drinking a lot of eggnog. That might be a fun way to go. You could also chill a beer glass and get a delicious frosty treat. My one, my one advice though is, is I would go for a clear uh, mug with a handle if you're choosing on heating your own, just because you don't want to hold the fingers. You don't want to try to hold a wine glass with a hot liquid and burn your hands because everybody's going to look at you and think you're some kind of a fool. Everyone is going to look at you and say, that person is, that person is a clown. That person is a clown. The person that tries to drink a hot beverage out of a wine glass, that person is a clown. Correct? Are we all, are we all in agreement? I think so. Friend of the, friend of the show, The Chael, Chris Hale asks if we can do a short segment on the Cherry Cordial. It's a severely underrated holiday feature. Now, I am no, uh, I am no liquor expert. I am not a bartender. Perhaps consult with your local bartender. I do enjoy a good cherry cordial, though. I think it hits the right notes of cream and, and that bitter chocolate flavor with that fruity cherry aftertaste. I think whether in alcohol form or candy form, I think a cherry cordial is, in fact, an underrated. Certainly better than that garbage water that they call mulled wine. Hate garbage. Hate it. Hate it? We'll not talk about it, because this is not the worthless podcast mulling it over with James Stormer. That podcast is an abomination and should not be listened to under any circumstances. Now, 
our next question is a video submission sent to us from an anonymous encrypted email address. I have not gotten a chance to watch it before the stream. I have been very busy, so I'm not sure who it comes from, but we're going to throw it over to our video for our video Twitch stream and, and get a good handle on, on, on hopefully be able to give a little nog guidance to a friend in need. Hello, Jeff. No! It's James Stormer, my blood rival! That's right. It is I, James Stormer, your blood rival and host of Mulling It Over with James Stormer. But what are you doing? You're probably oh, wondering right, what I'm doing here. Well, I'm here enjoying a fresh cup of everyone's favorite holiday beverage. That is, mulled cider. You lie! I speak the truth! <laughs> anyway, I figured I'd stop by this little bout of child play that you call a nog cast. Spread around a little cup of reality to the unwashed masses watching at home. You see, everyone knows that eggnog is a coward's drink. The only true winter holiday beverage... Don't you say it! The true taste Don't you say of it. the holiday season is mulled cider. <sighs> After all, on a cold winter's night, what better than a mug of mulled cider to warm your heart and your spirits? Why, it's combination of a spicy bouquet and fruity floral flavor it's like a one-way ticket to the holiday spirit and don't you or anyone watching at home ever forget that now run along go back to drinking french toast batter like the ignorant child that you are <laughs> you go get yours i won't i won't ever <laughs> james outraged outraged this is, I am, this is an affront. This is, this is, how dare, how, James? James Stormer? How dare you? How dare you come into my home, onto my podcast, onto my nogcast, and spread this? How dare you? I'm not, I don't love this. I don't love it. I do like mulled cider, though. I, I, I'm putting on a front when I say I won't drink a mulled cider. And it kills me. It kills me because I hate James Stormer so much. But he represents a drink that I love. How, how am I supposed to live with this? I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know what to believe anymore. Maybe James is right. Maybe this whole podcast is, is a sham. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe there's just nothing to believe in the holiday season anymore. I suppose let's answer some more listener questions and see if I can't get back that sweet, sweet holiday spirit. That sweet, sweet nog spirit. Hold on, I lost my voice. Friend of the show, Rob Abrazado, comes in with a with a with a with a dark with a dark a dark question, a question of urgency. Thank you for your support, friends. Before we get to this question, thank you for your support. I want everyone to know that the support in the chat, when I was at my lowest, people came in and they believed in Nog. Dog-powered vehicle believes in Nog. Hey, Marin J believes in Nog. If you believe in Nog, I need you to tweet right now. I need you to go onto Twitter, go onto Facebook, and just tweet the hashtag. I believe in Nog. Let's get this trending worldwide. Let's show the world that there's space in this world for a Nog cast. <sighs> Thank you, friends. I knew I could count on you. I knew I could count on you to bring the holiday spirit back into my life. 
I believe in you. And I believe in Nog. Now let's answer some questions. Friend of the show, Rob Abrazado, says, Hey, Talking Nogcast, there has been a heist. Thanksgiving guests have absconded with my Nog supply. Please advise. Well, it is, in fact, the 21st of December, so I imagine it's going to be difficult to catch them at this point. It is a bit of a cold case. I would get an exact list of your Thanksgiving party. I would hunt them down, confront them while they sleep, so that they are forced to wake up and acknowledge their sin. And ask them, did you drink my Nog? And if they say yes... You give him a handshake and a hug, and you say, Next time, let's share a glass together, my friend. You share the love of the nog. You share the spirit of the season together. There are no hard feelings. There's plenty of nog for everybody, because there's always going to be another glass around the corner. The, the convenience store, short walk away. Just pick yourself up a new bottle, my friend. Nog's a beautiful thing. Friend of the show, Blake Ryan, asks, If you could choose a superhero to spearhead a nog-themed marketing campaign, who would you choose? Well, let's talk about superheroes. Let's talk about what it means to be a superhero. Somebody with abilities greater than that of a human being. Somebody who goes above and beyond to protect people, no matter what the cost. Somebody that makes the world a better place for their existence. Somebody perhaps a little bit unbelievable. Perhaps that little tiny touch of magic, of absurdity. Yeah, I know who I would want to represent a Nog advertising campaign. And that's one person that's one person alone. That's a little man named Chris Kringle. A superhero alias? Saint Nicholas. Superhero alias? Jolly old Saint Nick. Superhero alias? Santa Claus. Because <laughs> after all, who better to represent the holidays than the symbol of holiday spirit? <sighs> I love eggnog. And I, I'm so glad to be doing this podcast, no matter what James Stormer says. To heck with old James Stormer. Let him drink all the cider in the world. Though I like cider a lot and would actually be very sad if I never got to have cider again. Then I'm, an, I'm a Nog guy. Hashtag, I believe in Nog. I believe in you. I don't think I missed any good questions in the chat. I believe I have one last question. My glass is running a bit low. It really wasn't, and I probably should not have taken that larger drink. Give me a second. My glass is running a little low. I've got one question left. It's from friend of the show, Plus Two Comedy. It's from friend of the show, TV's Noah on Twitter. Asks a simple question. A short question, but really, a question that says it all. That question is, why? Great question, Noah. Why indeed? Why every year do we take egg yolks, throw away the whites, or make them in an omelet? Why do we, why do we, why do we, why do we age it? Why do we let it sit in a fridge with alcohol for weeks on end? Why do we throw cinnamon and why do we grate a poisonous nut like the nutmeg into a glass? Why do we go so far for this silly little drink? Well, it's because a lot like the holidays, Nog is about love. Nog is about sharing something special with the people in your life. Nog is, yeah, a little ridiculous. It's a little silly. 
It's a little unnecessary, but isn't that also true of the holiday season? Isn't that also true of lights and trees inside and magical men that do nice things for people and ask nothing in return? And they go all around the world in a night, which, yeah, is impossible, but maybe just for one night we can believe. Yeah, it's a little ridiculous. Just like it's a little ridiculous to drink what is essentially, James Dormer is right, essentially French toast batter with alcohol in it for no reason as a dessert. But here's the thing. I don't think our lives have enough absurdity. I think we could use a little bit of ridiculousness once in a while. I love the holidays, and I love eggnog. <sighs> Great question, Noah. Brandon Lone Gambetta asks, says still needs to know, is there a question that I missed? Too bad, too late. We'll talk offline, Brandon. You see, <sighs> I'm afraid to say, my glasses starting to run out. Looking at the clock, it's been about 57 minutes. Thinking that's about time to wrap it up. I'm Talking Nog, 2K18. We'll see you again real soon, and from all of us here at the Nog Nation, I hope you and yours have a lovely holiday full of love, full of joy, full of tenderness, and yes, full of a little bit of Nog. Happy Nogging, my friends, and cheers. Mm -hmm.